Shut up, we're starting. Do an intro, Matt. All right, sure. Uh, hey guys, this is We Get Paid For This, the podcast where you never know when it's gonna end. Uh, today is probably gonna be sooner rather than later, but we c- will cross that bridge when we come to it. Yeah, pe- people are showing up at some point soon, so but, we don't have a whole lot of time. But regardless, so we'll jump we'll jump right into things. Uh, Matt, how was your week? Uh, my week is pretty good. It's been incredibly hot, and it's not even summer yet, so that was terrible. But other than the sunburn that I got, not really, not really too bad. Uh, so, so it looks like Jake is Jake is getting into things here. So Matt, gonna you're not gonna ask me how my weekend or uh, my week was, you jerk. Yeah, I can ask seriously. You how your week like, is. how I, was your I, week then? It's, it was okay. It's just rude. <laughs> it's just rude, good. Matt. Jeez. But yeah, so you didn't you didn't have anything crazy going on over the course of this week? No. Yeah. Pretty boring week. I uh, played Dead Cells a lot. That's about it. I am very interested in the gameplay of that game. I, I would like to take a look at it. It's 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 you worth. Seem to give it so much. Praise. It's worth getting already, and I think I think my estimate is only a third of the game is out so far in early access. Like and like and like the the one third of the game so far that exists is already worth the price tag of it. So that's you know. See, I'm it can only get better of, from uh, here. I'm always kind of iffy on like the weird kind of nebulous sort of condition of early access games, where it's just like. We've kind of basically devolved to a point where, or maybe evolved to a point where it's like instead of buying a game, you buy, you buy half of a you game. buy half of a game that will eventually get finished later. Maybe it's a lot like Kickstarter. That's how it feels. It's like it, Kickstarter, but you get the product now. Yeah. And in exchange, you don't know what's happening down the line. Yeah, it's, it's really like, sketch. It's like as if Kickstarter gave you what you pay for immediately, but. Uh, you don't know half of the stuff that's added included in the backing. Yeah. And also and, whether or not they're going to finish. And there's there's like there's great examples of kicks or, or not of early access being good and bad and both like at both ends like you got There was some weird dinosaur game dinosaur. that got like it was like a dinosaur survivor survival uh Whatever game, okay. so crafting survival, whatever. So, so game. a game where you fight dinosaurs, or a game where dinosaurs you are in dinosaurs. It? No, no, you fight dinosaurs and stuff like that, right? They're like, I really wish I, it's I was like really Ark, hoping, it's like Ark before Ark was a game. I was really hoping you were going to describe what is basically just Minecraft, but you are a dinosaur instead. Nah, nah. It was basically Ark's whatever survival of all <laughs> whatever time MMO. It was that one, but it was before that. But anyway, so the whole thing was that, that game it was early access. And I'm pretty sure it got abandoned for like a year. Like the devs were like, we, we've given up on the game. Jesus. And then I think I think either they started it again, or or someone bought the rights and like maybe it. I don't remember exactly, I don't remember what happened, but it was something along those lines where like you know you get early access games and sometimes the developers just quit and that's it the game's over you paid money for this game it's never going to be finished yeah so there's always a chance of things like that happening but then you got games like Minecraft where that was basically early access and that game like you know exploded. All over everyone. Yeah, man. I still, I still bring up the fact uh, whenever, whenever Minecraft comes up, is that I, I bought the game for what was it like thirteen euros in uh, alpha, and as a result, now technically have every expansion for the game that will ever come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't even play it. I don't even know if it's loaded on my computer right now. It's not on my computer, but it's on my laptop. Like I could, I could get it, but like my problem is I just never have the time to devote to Minecraft. Like, I feel like Minecraft is one of those games where you fucking spend a lot of time playing it. Yeah. And then you, like, do that. Not to mention, I'm a giant baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't, I can't explore down under. Uh, Australia, Australia has a lot of exploding green men. I, uh, I don't understand, like, I mean, like, actual scary games scare me more than they scare you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like, we were, when we were watching our friend Ryan play Outlast, I was the scaredest of all. And Matt was, you <laughs> know, Matt was scared too, but not as scared as me. But in Minecraft, Matt's, Matt's like, his, like, his scared ceiling isn't, isn't too bad, but his scared floor is, is, uh, embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I, I am the kind of person who, uh, built a gigantic glass ceiling to my house that extended basically like a gigantic glass deck or patio in the sky 
uh, so that I could force enemies to walk underneath me into a death trap I made for them so I could get items. Okay. Uh, and then I basically well, stopped going underground, okay. except for except for diamonds and gold and shit. Got it. Well, let's let's get off Minecraft for now because this is not a Minecraft podcast. <laughs> no, I'm commandeering the podcast. We are in a Minecraft all the time. Um, so let's talk about this pizza. Oh uh, yeah, so I guess I guess we'll cover the elephant in the room. Yeah. Uh, with we our, came up. We came, I don't think. Did, did we say we came up with a name for the segment yet? Uh, no. But this is a the new the new uh, the new and improved. Fast friends. Yeah, fast fast friends. Bad food eating contest. Uh, <laughs> called food for naught. Yes. Where we eat food that no one should. Yeah, essentially. So. We talked about it in the last episode we did, but this is it. This is the personal pizza from uh, Subway. Uh, may, may I get like a, a, a bit here? I don't. Know, I don't want to. Like... And Matt, I don't have a fork and knife for you here. You, you big dick. Yeah, I know. I I know. I eat pizza with a fork and knife. You should be Sumi. embarrassed. This you I would not eat with a fork and knife. I'm just gonna tear off a, a chunk here, get some of the pepperoni with it too, so I can hopefully experience the full mm-hmm. the full experience the full. A lot, of, a lot of interesting things happen when we order this pizza. First off, when we ordered it, it was about 10 a.m. Yeah. So I can already tell the guy was judging me pretty severely for ordering this pizza. Um, but also besides that, so the, in the process of making this pizza, I watched him do it very closely. So he goes into the back. He gets like this probably frozen pizza or whatever, right? Puts it in the Subway sandwich toaster for like a minute. And that's just to de-thaw the pizza. That's just to thaw the pizza out, essentially. Defrost it, whatever. It's to thaw the pizza out. Takes the thaw. He de-thaws it. He takes the already thawed pizza and refreezes it. Might as well. But he takes the pizza, he unfreezes it. He takes pepperoni that he normally uses for sandwiches and shreds it to make it smaller. Right? You can look at this pizza, Matt. It's not like pepperoni. It's like, it's like, you know, it's shredded up. As if someone took pepperoni and stuck it through a paper shredder. It's not that bad. But it's it's pepperoni and he hand shredded it. Puts it on the pizza. No extra love and care. Puts it on the pizza. Puts it back in the toaster for another like minute. Takes it out. When he rings me up, he's got like the machine he presses the buttons for. He takes like a solid 20 seconds to figure out how to actually ring me up for a pizza. Because no one ever buys the pizza. So... That was my experience of actually buying it. Matt, what do you think of the pizza? Um, well, I think the, the pepperoni is definitely the, the highlight of the, the pizza itself. I feel like the pizza would probably be absolutely terrible without it. Um, the, the majority of the, like, the, the sauce tastes fine. The cheese is just kind of negligible. I don't really notice. I don't register the cheese, really. But the sauce tastes okay. You know what it tastes like to me? Wow. Tastes like a Domino's pizza. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I just eat this. Interestingly enough, I feel like the crust is harder than the rest. Mm. I don't know if it's just because it got more blanched by the by the heat. I don't know. Um, I'm just eating this and I'm thinking Domino's the whole time. That's just what it tastes like to me. Now it was like six dollars for this pizza, or maybe like six and a half dollars. I don't remember. Yeah, for this personal pizza. So. I think as far as, you know, bang for your buck, you're better off going to Domino's because it tastes exactly, to me, it's exactly the same as Domino's pizza, but um, it's just probably less pizza for the money you get. Now, here's my question. Do you think that what you just said right there is a dig on Domino's or a uh, propping up of Subway? It's a little of both. Like, it's, is, is it bad for Domino's that their pizza tastes basically just like a frozen circle that quite possibly had been in the fridge since the last Ice Age? Yeah, that's something I was thinking about, too. Like, this pizza has must have been there in, like, in cryo for at least, like, a year. So, like, this is, like, it speaks a lot about how base, it's, it's It speaks more about Domino's, I'd say, than it does about Subway. I'd say, you know, Subway... I was expecting worse. See, see, I, I was, uh, I was also expecting worse. But when you were saying it speaks a lot about something, I thought you were going to say it speaks a lot about our cryogenic freezing technology, and gives me a bit of confidence that you know maybe when they cryogenically freeze me in the future, I might come out about roughly as equal as this pizza came out. 
Because I feel like it tasted probably about this good when it went in. I feel like I feel like we did not really lose any quality on this pizza. Mm. As a result of the freezing thing. And I mean I'm not I'm not Gordon Ramsay. I'm not gonna be able to uh, decipher the exact the exact flavors and be able to tell that my pizza was frozen compared to a hand-baked right out of the oven pizza. But I mean it's it's a passable pizza. It's a Domino's pizza. That Subway. For more money than it should cost. You know, Subway, knock it off. I'll give this, I'll since it's four slices of pizza here, um, I'll give it, I'll give it one slice. Because, you know, slice. it's not good. But I was expecting zero slices. Uh, I'd probably give this pizza, like, because honestly this pizza is good enough that I would, like, eat it again if it was given to me. I would not pay yeah, for sure. it. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, like... I feel like the pizza might also taste better if it wasn't so small. <laughs> uh, like if it had more room to more room to spread its wings. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? But but regardless, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the pizza quite possibly like I'll give it four four inches out of a foot long. Okay. That's fine. That's our food for not segment. What did you think? Hmm. I mean, I th I think I think it went over well. I I'm glad we finally got to eat the the progenitor. Mm hmm. Uh, and by finally, I mean it's the second time. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like we really we really blew our load pretty quickly there. We just took we took our our most important uh, example. potential example and just kind of ate it straight up. The pizza actually looks really good, I will say that. It, it looks fine. Like, it looks nice. It's about the it's like about the size of a frisbee. Yeah. It looks better than like an Elio's from the fucking freezer pizza. Yeah. But it is not as good as a Totino's pizza roll, I will say that. I'll kill you, Matt, if you ever talk to me again. Well, I think you're the one who shouldn't really be talking because you're, you're talking with food in your mouth. I've never really fully... Is there like a level of food in your mouth where you should stop talking? Or is it just like all food? Well, the whole thing, like if Matt, I put a grape in my mouth, should I not talk? If I shove whole, it Matt, in... Yeah? The whole thing about food in your mouth is if they can see the food in your mouth when you're talking, there's too much food in your mouth. If you can like... Right now I have it tucked in my cheek... So you probably can't really see it too well. This is an okay amount of food in my mouth while talking. But I'm like, ah, 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 ah. No good. Also, we got a squirrel running around. Nice. Oh, you're a tiny guy. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I mean, I definitely feel like it's more socially acceptable to stick, or well, to talk after sticking certain foods in your mouth. Like, if you put... If you put something small, like a bite-sized food, that, that bad. Like the, rule, the rule yeah. is, the rule is, if they can't see it in your mouth, it's okay. That's like the benchmark of too much or not enough food in your mouth. But see, I feel with. like there's there's a bit of a like, there's definitely another axis here, because like, so let's say someone takes mashed potatoes and put them in their mouth. Yeah. I don't want that guy talking to me. Why? Because it's like basically like as if you took like oatmeal and put it in your mouth if i can't see the oatmeal in their mouth matt i don't give a shit i but also like cereal like if you put like cereal and milk in your mouth there's no, like no, no. no way that now you're, you're adding a talk. liquid now you're adding a liquid and all that motion in your mouth is gonna make a splash and that's like an entirely different thing if there's like a potential for a splashage coming out of your mouth then that's like that's a no-go you can't do it i'm pretty sure that like grease on this pizza or like the grease oil. on this pizza is not splashing matt so so let's just go over like let's just let's just give me some examples yeah, yeah give me some here. examples here man spaghetti uh it depends spaghetti, spaghetti no i feel like uh well, penne it, maybe it depends on how much sauce is on it and how much you put in your mouth at the time is is meatballs a factor you got to tell me matt i feel like i feel like if it's one of those small tiny like like marble sized meatballs it's okay but if it's like a big fist meatball no then again, I've never fit a full fist meatball in my mouth. I usually have to cut those up. 
which always makes me feel kind of weird because I'm not a big fan of having to cut up a meatball in my pasta. Fuck you, Matt. You cut pizza. Yeah, but I don't eat spaghetti with a knife. How the hell are you supposed to eat spaghetti with the knife? Well, you, the idea is is that you like you twirl it up and then like you don't want like you don't want to bite it, so you just cut it and then you eat it. Yeah, but you can't cut like you can cut some things with a fork. You can't cut a big. Well, when you use the fork to twirl, you can't really cut. Meatball. Yeah, exactly. So you gotta use the knife. I don't do it either, Matt. I just I buy, I cut it with my teeth, but I understand why people would with a knife. Yeah. But then I, I just feel like I'm eating just like a meat lollipop when I but, when I have a gigantic meatball on a fork and I'm just like taking chunks well, out of it. That's what I like do, it's whatever. A candy Who, cares? Apple. Who cares? Who gives a shit? Plus, there's also that weird factor where like you can definitely tell when someone is eating and talking because you can just kind of hear. Yeah, it their the voice is talk. a little a little muffled or whatever because they're, they're trying to they're trying to not spit the food out of their mouth while sound comes out. <laughs> but that's fine. Have, trying to only have sound vibrations come out. I'm going to also say right now, if you're a person who goes, who, who's thinking to yourself right now, oh, if their voice is modified by the fact that they have food in their mouth and that's gross, you're a prude. Get out of here. You're not allowed. Maybe, Maybe you're a baby. there's some level of setting there, too. Like, I know, like, if you're, if you're, like, with your friends or family or whatever, you could probably, like, shove an entire pizza slice in your mouth and no one would care if you try to talk. But, like, if you're at, uh, if you're at, like, some incredibly fancy like white tie affair with like crystal goblets. Yo, I hate real restaurants. Like I hate like, real what, restaurants. Like are you talking like not not just like, like the local like pizza or, I, I hate I hate order your food and wait forty minutes for a food. I hate that. I can't I'm not patient really? enough. Really? I cannot wait forty minutes. You cannot wait forty minutes to eat a food. Unless I'm like at a big family event and I have people to talk to the whole time. How do you feel about like Diners and stuff. Then I mean, I know it takes them less time. Yeah, that's the thing. Diners it's like, like, it's, like time frame? it's like twenty minutes. Yeah, and that's fine. I'm mean, I'm okay with that. But I I like. So you are you are not a big fan of uh, any anywhere that requires more than like. Like a half an hour is like my hard limit. Anything beyond that, I'm just like, nah. This is not. It's not gonna be worth it. I do agree. It's a bit annoying there because I if there is ever a point where I feel inclined to get an appetizer because it takes you so long to bring me real food it's a I trick a little it's a sad. scam it's a scam Matt <laughs> they're just trying to get you to buy extra food for no reason what's your opinion on appetizers I think almost never get them I don't either because it's too and then when you go to these places that it's too expensive it's just too expensive Matt I can't spend $10 on an appetizer and then $12 on my meal ugh so my, my mom went to New York City for a corporate thing, like, last week or something like that. And while she was in there, she got food for herself, which she ate at uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. And her exact reasoning for why was because it is a name that I recognize. <laughs> uh, but regardless, so she got, like, one... One glass of wine, uh, an order of like fajitas, okay, and then like a slice of cake for dessert, and it cost her over fifty. It cost her like fifty bucks. Wow! Wow! Like over fifty dollars. Like that's before crazy. tax, it was like forty nine fifty. That's crazy. And I mean, I know that's probably just crazy because we don't live in New York City. Because I feel like if we lived in New York City, everything would cost that much. I don't think so. But that seems like a lot of money for one person to get one glass of wine, fajitas. Not like a like it's it's a steak fajita, but it's not like should have gone with chicken. It probably would have cost less. Yeah, probably. But I mean, it's not like we're going in to like, we're, it's not like we're going to Hell's Kitchen and ordering the filet mignon. When you say when you say Hell's Kitchen, do you mean like the TV show or the place in New York? I think it's both, isn't it? I don't know if the TV show takes place in New York. Wait, what? So you're telling me that Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, Hell's Kitchen, does not exist in the part of New York that is referred to as Hell's yeah, Kitchen? Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Why is it called Hell Kitchen? Because he's a dick the whole time. That's the whole point. It's like he's making the kitchen hell for them. But it's not taking... It doesn't I, take place in Hell's have Kitchen? You seen, like, have you seen like the show that he has his own restaurant ever? No, I know. That area is in a way too open of a location. But isn't the name of the restaurant Hell's Kitchen? Yes. 
but it's not. That's like that's like Matt. Matt, imagine a building called New York City, in New York City. <laughs> it doesn't work. Now I really wonder. Does like when you go to Hell's Kitchen, the restaurant, yeah. is it always Hell's Kitchen? Like, is it always Gordon Ramsay yelling at a bunch of inexperienced or actually very experienced food chefs? I don't know. Like, is it like a dinner and a show thing? Like, do you get to watch and you're like, ah, yes, this is why I came to pay extra money for Gordon Ramsay so I could enjoy watching him yell at people who have degrees in cooking. That show is fake. What? That show is fake. <laughs> that show is fake? Yeah, like, it's not real. Like, it's all staged, I'm pretty sure. Uh, oh, for a second I thought you were like, it's like, it's all CGI. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is just there yelling at a green screen. <laughs> no, it's just not real. It's like, it's it just... The classic reality TV show. Yeah, it's yeah. not real at all. It's just, it's just so, eh. I don't like it. I like MasterChef. MasterChef is good. That Master I like. Chef? But Hell's Kitchen, Which I don't like. MasterChef? MasterChef, it's like it's Gordon Ramsay, and it used to be like a bald guy and a fat guy, but then the bald guy left the show, and then I think the fat guy lost weight and then left the show, and now I have some girl who's there instead. And she's like, she, like and they, they judge people. <laughs> That's it. Also, I like your description of they don't, they don't judge people based on their food, on their chef ability, it's just they judge people. Yeah. So they walk in and they're like, Gordon Ramsay just like, what is this? It looks like your boxer shorts. On the floor. <laughs> this is shit. Basically. And then he and then he throws your boxers out the window. And then he talks to your kid and say it's not it's not about uh, the boxer shorts. It's just I hate your dad. Yeah. There's also MasterChef Junior too. They have, a, they have a one for kids, and he's much nicer on that. I show do than know the kids. that. I do know that. I do know there is a show in which Gordon Ramsay teaches children, and he is a, a nice, respectable man <laughs> to yeah. his poor child. He's usually I mean, in MasterChef. He's usually he's only mean when they do bad. Which he's is not like, mean all the time. He's he's like he's very hot and cold. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's exactly. Nice, he's nice, exactly. He's nice and friendly, and then you fuck up once, and, and he's, like, he's he's keen. He's all the time, all the time, he's like he's eating the food, he's spitting it out, and then like throwing it. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay keyed my car because I cooked I cooked my my fish incorrectly. Halibut. Halibut. That's one of the fish. <laughs> that is <a> thing. <laughs> they cook it all the time though on, on Hell's Kitchen. It's like all the time it's like it's like risotto, halibut, uh steak. That's all they ever do the whole time. Two risotto, one one halibut, hey. two halibut, three risotto. Hey, okay. So <laughs> I'm, is, gonna, what, I'm gonna what? probably like catch some flack here for this, but that I'm okay with because I have an issue with what they do on like chopped and like all these other like food shows where they're like, all right, time for you to cook. Your ingredients are jelly beans, uh, m- a pig foot, four eggs, <laughs> yeah, and a duck beak. And it's like, all right, gotta go. And they're like, I know exactly how to work this together. I like I'll those use more. an eggplant. I mean, it's it's crazy. But like, when are you ever gonna be in a scenario where you're gonna fucking do that? There is no point in your life as a chef where you're gonna be like, the only things I have to cook are four eggs, a duck beak, pig's foot, and jelly beans. And That's I need not... to make a cohesive three meal dish. That's not the point of this show, Matt. It's not how I ever will. It's it's taking your cooking skills, and it's like an obstacle course, Matt. It's like a, a cooking obstacle course. <laughs> so this is the Spartan race for your fucking food. Essentially. I like that. I like I like the guy on Chop too. The guy with the glasses. He's nice. Yeah, he's nice. I like him. He reminds me of Tim Gunn, but cooking. <laughs> Cook, Tim Cook. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is a real guy. That's Dane Cook. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, Zoinks. All right, well. I'm sorry, but we are currently experiencing some technical difficulties. Please stay with us for one moment. Where are we putting it? What do you mean, where are we putting it? Putting, like, like, I'll just hold it, it's fine. Okay, you don't yeah. Want to just, like... No, it's fine, it'll be good. I'm already recording, by the way. <laughs> that whole bit, right there. Oh man, you got us. I, I didn't get Maybe us, I got place. you. I got Maybe you. Place. I I didn't get myself. I never get myself, man. <laughs> That's real deep, Jake. That's real deep. Anyway, guys, welcome back. Yeah, we had people show up. 
So, uh, we'll have a couple, like, code words, probably, for people showing up. Like, for example, zoinks. If we ever say zoinks, it's probably not, like... It's not like uh, a monster showed up and now Scooby Doo is upset. Yeah, I was gonna say Jinkies. Jinkies is a good. We should say Jinkies. Oh, Jinkies. Well, I'm pretty um, sure I just heard you say "Oops," <laughs> which I think also works very well. But regardless, uh, what were we talking about before? Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, Hell's Kitchen. We did some. We did some research while we were working. Research. Hell's Kitchen is most certainly not in Hell's Kitchen. So, I feel like that's a marketing failure on his part. I feel like there's no way you could not channel that into an actual Hell's Kitchen restaurant. Shut up. Do you know how hard it is it would be to film something like that in Hell's Kitchen? They did it in like in like they do it in LA or whatever, so it's like much easier to film it there. They it's like it's you can't just buy a restaurant in Hell's Kitchen and then like film a show there. You need to probably get like permits and you know, you need like the you need like a place to house the cameras, crews, and stuff like that. Well, and I was going to say, like, why I don't think that's how that works do, either, uh, but whatever. Why doesn't he just make, like, a normal, regular restaurant in Hell's Kitchen? Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. But then, yeah. Redux. Nah, I don't think it works. See, Food Network is, uh, Food Network is real weird. How so? I mean, I've talked about this before to other people. But I find it very interesting how Food Network has kind of transitioned, much like HGTV has transitioned. Mm. Matt, you're you're really boring me here. <laughs> no, where it's get like, to the point. It's like it's like Food Network used to be a show where you go on, like a TV channel where you go on to watch people cook stuff so that you can know how to cook stuff better. Now yeah. it's a show where you go on so that you can watch Guy Fieri shovel like a pasta bowl down his mouth. Yeah, and that HGTV is like watching the Property Brothers, you know, yeah, property. Uh, I think you can just say HGTV is the Property Brothers because I'm pretty sure they are that entire station. Just like Guy Fieri is basically all of Food Network. Guy Fieri basically ate Food Network himself. Mm. Or, I guess, also Alton Brown potentially just laughing like a maniac as he makes someone, like, cook kale with their feet upside down. I wonder how they come up with all the shit for that show. Some of the stuff they come up with is fucking. I, I, you know, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of the Food Network in general. I don't, I don't cook good, so I don't, I don't pay attention to all the recipes and stuff. So I don't know. See, that's just it. There's no recipes. Food Network doesn't do recipes anymore. If you watch Chopped, they tell you what they're doing and stuff. Yeah, but they don't give you the literal like half a cup of jelly beans or whatever you yeah, want to say. But you can't. You're not gonna be able to decipher exactly. You just go, oh, there's a fire in the kitchen. Oh, they gotta cook with cauliflower and half of a chicken's left nut. They actually like uh, they cook with nuts sometimes. Like it's like what is it? it's called Rocky Mountain oysters. Where there's like like bull testicles. That's like a thing they do. Oh, okay. I thought you were just. I was, it's like I was a real, really like a real food. that you would just end it and say they cook with nuts, and I'd be like, oh, well, of course they cook with nuts, Jake. There's a large variety of nuts. Peanuts, no, I'm talking. I'm talking straight up animal testicles. They've cooked with it before on the show. I'm not surprised. It's a cuisine. High cuisine. Mm. Yeah, so let's, let's really talk about wrong. some. I'm I'm done. I'm done talking about Food Network. Let's talk about something else. Sure. Uh, oh, is that the pizza coming back up? No. Your. Are we certain that that pizza was not just a Domino's pizza? Oh, I imagine there's like a weird there's like some weird collusion going on. Yeah, here there's between, definitely some collusion. It's like you know, a Domino's and Subway are in fact the same. Company. I like. I'd like to imagine Jared Fogle somehow infiltrated Domino's. What the fuck is that? Hold on. What? Yeah. So, uh, th- th- hold on. There's a crisis in the quarry right now. Hold on. What is going on here? What was that? Matt, was that like a, a, a garbage can getting thrown off a cliff? I don't know. But I think what we need to do, Jake, is you're you're not doing it appropriately. It's... Crisis in the quarry. No. We have no idea what it is. Breaking news from our head-hitting reporter... Head heading reporter, head heading reporter. Hard, it's hard hitting. Should be hard hitting reporter. Head heading. I said head hitting. Head heading. Hard hitting reporter. Oh my god. Okay. Zoinks. 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 I'm sorry. 
but we seem to be having more technical difficulties. Please stay with us and we will hopefully be back soon. A lot of a lot of really rude people interrupting us with uh wanting to us to do our jobs. Yeah. So we're, we're back in black. No. Hit Why? the sack. I don't think those are the words. Don't you know I don't want A C D to sue us. So I want to talk about something controversial here, Matt, and it's something that I've been arguing with my friends for a very long time about. And I don't think you agree with me, but I'm fairly certain, like eighty percent certain, that if I was in a fight with an eagle, I could win the fight and kill the eagle if I had to I completely disagree I can beat an eagle in a fight no eagles have so many advantages on you listen all the, the only advantage he has is that he can fly that's it that's he also the only is, advantage he also is born with knives for feet well guess what I got fists for hands, and I'm going to punch the fuck out of an eagle, man. You don't have fists for hands. You just have hands that can make fists. Yeah! If you had fists for hands, that would mean that you have hands that cannot open. You just basically have boxing gloves for hands. Well, you know what? I feel like it would be a terrible life. I can beat an eagle in a fight. You could probably physically punch an eagle to death if you yeah, got Yeah, one punch! I don't have, no, not I, one punch. Well, I could you kill an eagle in a punch, eagle. dude. Easily. You cannot kill an eagle I don't know how one hit. Eagles, they have fucking glass-ass bones. They're hollow. They snap like twigs. I just get a good shot on an eagle. I collapse his ribcage. He's dead. He's going to collapse your eyes into your no, eye sockets. No, I block. I can block, giant... dude. Listen, I got great reflexes, Matt. I, I'm a black belt. I can just go to this eagle and he come and you know he flies at me, whatever. Big deal. I punch him mid-flight. That's it. It's over. I kill the eagle in a punch. It's not that hard of a fight. Jake, you guys the are eagle has so much of an advantage. You guys are flying over... at super fast speeds, uh, right onto your fucking face from behind you. You gotta remember. You gotta remember also. He's got. He's got very literally a bird brain. <laughs> he's not smart. He's no expert on tactics. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna fucking grab a stick from the woods and I'm gonna fucking swat him out of the air. I'm telling you, like the basic instincts of how they even go after prey is they swoop on them when they're not expecting it. Well, I, well, this is a this is a, a straight up like fight. I know he's there. He's not trying to ambush me. Yeah, but he's going to ambush you. That's how they fight. But I'm gonna see. Like it's not like no. It's literally it's like it's eagle flying up in the sky. I'm on the ground, and we both know one of us has to live, and the other one dies. That's it. We know that we know the scenario. Yeah. Then he just goes, picks up a rock, and drops it on your he's head. He's not smart enough to drop a rock on my head, Matt. What the hell? I'm pretty sure he's smart enough. to No, do he that. can't use. Tw- have you show me a single video of an eagle dropping a rock intentionally on its prey? That's not real. Don't even. Why are you even trying I'm to look it up? it up right now? What are you a stupid? Eagles don't do that. Eagles do not drop rocks on people. That's not a that's not a feature. Seagulls know how to fucking pick up a clam and drop it on a fucking rock so it'll break. Okay, you know what? If I, I are you saying right I, here, Jake? There's a video of a tortoise or a video of an eagle picking up a turtle, flying into the sky, and then essentially okay, yeah. slamming yeah. it into the. Okay, ground. that's fine. He's not gonna pick me up and drop me, Matt. And he's not gonna pick a turtle up and drop it on me. They're not that smart. They know that if something goes high and falls, it hurts. The thing that drops. They don't understand the concept though of dropping something on people. Show me a picture, Matt. Show me a picture of an eagle dropping something onto a person in order to kill the thing they're dropping the other thing onto. I that makes sense that an eagle can drop a turtle to kill it. That makes sense, but they're not dropping a turtle on top of a deer to kill them both. <laughs> okay, Matt? Yeah, it's not a thing, Matt. It's not a thing. Don't even don't even bother. Okay, I'm on I'm on some kind of weird weird thing. Quora.com. Uh which wild animals can a human being defeat in a fight with bear? Oh, hands? what are you what are you doing? Say a man who is six feet or more tall and strongly built and also trained in martial arts can he defeat a tiger or a lion or a cheetah. Or I, a I'm not saying I can kill a lion, a but I can kill an eagle. 
Well, this is what came up, so I'm trying to... There's got to be a point in here where he discusses Eagles. Like, why would it... Listen, why would it let, me, let, me, let me give you my stats here. Let me give you my strategy. I got a couple strategies for this Eagle, right? So my one strategy is I'm going to take a stick and I'm going to hit the Eagle, <laughs> right? And then that's like a... That's, so, and, and the reason why I think there might be an issue is that when I was a kid... Uh, I was like maybe 10 years old. I thought it would be cool to steal a goose egg from a nest and then raise it as like my own baby goose. And then the mama goose attacked me. And I had, I had a walking stick, right? I had a walking stick and I tried to, I tried to, I tried to block the goose, right? I was like, ah, I didn't try to hit it. I tried to block the goose. The goose, it was like a, it was a thick, the stick was like maybe like two or three inches thick. Like in in diameter, yeah. it was a yeah. big, big stick. Big fat. I tried log. to I tried to block the bird. The bird the, the goose broke the stick in half. Like it, like <laughs> it did a karate chop with his wing and broke the stick in half. So I'm a little worried about that factor in regards to the eagle. And the power of wing strength. Right. I'm a little, but I'm pretty sure though I can straight up murder an eagle still with a stick. You know, I'm I'm much older than I was then. I'm more I I have bow staff training. Maybe I'll have a. I don't. I don't think I can have a bow staff. That's a little unfair. But I, I can get a stick that's about the same proportions as a bow staff. But I can go in there and be like, bam, bam. I can do some moves on it, right? So that's one strategy. I think that's my go-to. My other one, though, my other strategy, and it's you know, it's a kind of, it's, it's it's a high-risk maneuver. I'm gonna basically play dead on the ground. Right? I'm gonna be like belly down on the ground, and I'm just assuming the eagle's gonna like fly up and dig its claws into my back, right? And it's gonna hurt a lot. I'm not saying it's not gonna hurt, but it's not gonna kill me. It's only going to be a flesh wound. He's going to dig his claws in my back and he's going to be like, oh, he's going to be like doing that stuff. I'm going to then roll over onto my back and flatten the eagle. Just going to go boom. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to just kind of set yourself up as a human-like yeah. animal trap. And you will just, you will crush the eagle with your Yeah, back. exactly. I'm going to roll over. Assuming that the eagle will not be able to react fast I don't think enough. eagles have great reaction speed what on the ground. What are you talking about? On the about? ground. Eagles well, are so fast. They're fast. I don't think they have great reaction speed. They don't have to dodge things in the air. They're like fighter pilots. Yeah, but they're not actually, they're not actually like fighting other things in the air though very often. They're hunting yeah, things they're down. they're fighting other birds. They I don't want to eat them. No birds try to eat eagles. They're the top of the food chain. Other eagles, more dangerous. Oh, more yeah, there's cannibal eagles, eagles now, man. More powerful eagles <laughs> defeat each other in, con- in yeah, maybe for like single hand to hand combat. Each, each, one eagle, the the leader of all eagles, all picks up a is, stick, sharpens it, and listen. says, "This, this, one of you lives, one of you dies," and then drops it from the sky. And then two eagles have to fight each other. But that, but that stick lands on another eagle's head. That though, right? lands on another eagle's head, and then that eagle that wins has to battle you for the sake of who gets to be the most dominant species on the planet. Okay. And I feel like an eagle equipped with a sharp stick is enough to take you down. Well, he can't use tools because he's not smart enough, Matt. I, I, if I can get him on the ground and get him into a grappling contest, there's no way I'm losing a grapple to an eagle. I can take him down, no problem. And I can just, you know, punch him to death. He's got, gla- he's got hollow he's bones. He's got glass bones. He's got glass bones. <laughs> he's got so little, like, you know, he's got, he's got so little stamina. He's not going to be able to, you know, it's, keep up once, once I get him in my domain. But that's just it. Like, I don't see why the eagle needs to engage you. So what? Like we're just going to, like, we're just gonna, like, how's he going to engage me, man? He's going to play, he's going to fight you like the revolutionaries. He's going to, he's going to attack thing. He doesn't have muskets, man. He can't actually get no, me until he gets close. Gonna, he's going to just, like, you're just going to be sitting there walking around. You're going to be doing it. Eagle's going to swoop in, scratch your face off, I'm and him fly with a stick. out Hit him with a stick. No, it's just going to come up from right behind you. Just go for a I'm going to be watching him. You're just gonna no, dude. You can't even see him. You're just walking he's in around. The air. You're just walking around. You don't even see him. He's not even so. I'm aware of the eagle. I'm, I'm aware, Matt, that I'm in a fight with an eagle. Yeah, but you don't have omniscient power to understand exactly. I have where eyeballs. Every eagle is. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna go. Oh, is it the bird? That's the eagle. There he is. I see him. I see him. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? Oh, it's the bird. All right. Well, you're looking around. and You're like, oh, there's the eagle up there. And then you're like, oh, wait. That's my bad. I don't actually know what an eagle looks like. That's actually a vulture. An eagle swoops up and gets you. No, there's, no, there's no other. There's no other animals to distract. That means if I, by that watch, Matt, there's like 20 people on the ground, and the eagle has to pick the right one. Okay, Matt. So that's fucking bullshit right there. There can't be multiple birds that I can mistake it for the yeah, eagle. You can't just have. Like, complete, like, you don't have bird radar that tells you exactly where the bird is at all times. Yeah, but I have eyeballs. That's my radar. I'm going to look. I'm going to look for the bird. I'm going to see, where's the bird? So where's you're going to spend your entire, you're going to spend all your energy being on high alert looking for this bird. And yeah. it doesn't have to engage you. It just has to wait. 
wait for you to slip up once, and then you're done. Nah, I'm not you're gonna slip done. Up. It's I'm gonna clog your eyeballs. Then you can't see. Then you're dead. I'm gonna pull a Neo, and I'm gonna be blind. I'm gonna use the Matrix to see around me instead. <laughs> it's not I I can I can take the eagle in a fight. At the very least, I'm upset that everyone I talk to always tells me I'm dead. I have at least You're I, not I have dead. A, I have a very good shot. I believe the odds are in my favor of killing this eagle in a fight. <laughs> may the it's odds, at least may the odds be ever in your favor. Shut up, Hunger Games. It's <laughs> at least a 75% chance that I win the fight. I think you're highly overestimating your potential skills at fighting an eagle in bear combat. He doesn't weigh much, Matt. He's, he's still not, very dangerous. I'm not saying he's not... Matt, I'm way more dangerous Dude, than an eagle. eagles are huge. Matt, who do you think is going to kill you? Me or an eagle? Guess what, Matt? It's going to be me. <laughs> I'm, not letting, I'm not letting an eagle get to you first. <laughs> I'm glad that you would rather kill me first before an eagle does. If I'm getting attacked by an eagle, Jake, I hope you're there to kill me before the eagle. <laughs> Pull you out of your misery? <laughs> yeah, please. No problem, Matt. Anytime. <laughs> I'll also kill the eagle to get vengeance as well, as I'm sure you would like. So, yeah. Any other animals? What animal do you think What animal do you think you'd go 50-50 against? 50-50 against? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Going I'll be honest. I think, I think it'd be easier to kill an eagle than it would be to kill a horse. Well, yeah, of course. We're in agreement there that a horse is harder to kill in a, um, in a hand-to-hand combat fight? Well, the whole thing is that the horse has no. The horse, a horse has less weapons. I want to point out. I want to point out. Horse literally has to be called horsepower. <laughs> There's a unit of measurement of power named after a horse. Yeah. So that's intimidating. There's no eagle power. There's no person power. There's horse power. So horses are strong. I don't know how. That's the problem though, with the horse. Yeah. The thing is, you he can't can outrun physically. me. He can outrun me. I can't catch up to him. And you cannot physically beat him up. Yeah, he's gonna just trample he's too me. Strong. I don't. I think actually I'm not even fifty fifty against the horse. I think yeah, horse just straight up. I think I'm like maybe twenty five. If I get like a really good kick on the horse's face, if I can maybe like mount it. You and have choke to know, dude. The way you beat the horse is you have to take down its legs. Maybe I get another stick. I <laughs> just like beating the horse. <laughs> you with have a stick. to. You have to kneecap the horse. That's how you win. Yeah, I mean, honestly, no. Maybe I give myself a little bit better odds. Maybe, maybe I give myself like 40, 60 odds. If I can get a stick and I can just like fucking take out its leg as it's running towards me, like I, I swing and dodge. I like I hit and run away. Ah, but I think it's just like if the horse plays it safe. Once again, horses aren't that smart either. A horse might just kind of run up and try to, try to kick you, but it might just try to run around in circles. It's for gonna no trample you, probably. Yeah, I don't. Then again, I feel like horses are much less aggressive. Maybe a cow. Maybe I can kill a cow fifty-fifty. Dude, a cow? What? I see. That's just it. Like a cow's never gonna fight you. Well, we're saying that we, I've agitated this cow in some way, and it wants to tussle. Dude, cows are like so. Huge cows weigh a lot. What about like like a bull? Uh, what are these harder, a bull or a horse? I think a ho- bull is harder to kill. Yeah, definitely, because bulls come equipped with weaponry. Yeah, they have a horse. I mean, like yo, know, horses kick hard, Matt. Yeah, but they don't have s- knives in the front of their face. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I like how we're just equating all of these like natural weaponry to just like, like all of the natural weapons of these animals are being equated to human designed weapons. But like, what if the animals did in fact have human designed weapons on them? What if we like replicated that? Like, what if we were like, instead of using tools in our hands, we were like, oh, sharp rocks. Maybe I should tie them to my head like a like a, a bow so I can fight enemies. Maybe I should become like a deer and strap it. That's probably to my the head. whole thing about like I mean like I'm with Vikings and their like their horns in their helmets. I'm sure at first that was sort of a show thing, but also like you know, you head up you headbutt someone with horns in your helmet is going to hurt. Could a viking take a horse in a fight? Yeah, they got like armor and they got axes and stuff. That's pretty easy. I feel like that gives them an advantage. I'm talking about like fisticuffs. And maybe grab a what stick about, from the woods. So do you think that, like, Muhammad Ali could take a horse in a fight? I don't know. That's tough. <laughs> do you think the ghost he, he of can, Muhammad he, Ali could take a horse in a fight? Yeah, the ghost could. I think, I think, uh, I think Muhammad Ali... <laughs> he, so the problem is... What, Muhammad, isn't Muhammad Ali, he's the whole, he's the whole rope-a-dope thing? He invented the rope-a-dope? Maybe? Uh, I don't know much about boxing. Li- uh, he, 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 he's a good boxer. I know he's a good. He's the, I, one I, of the best. I'm not very ever. up on boxing, but I know. But I think the whole thing he, is he, he invented. Floats like a butterfly, that, sings like a floats like a butterfly. But I believe he also invented the 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 concept of rope dope, where you you let your opponent spend all their energy trying to hit you, and you spend minimal energy just kind of taking the hits by blocking the important ones, and like you know, just like kind of like leaning back on the rope, and you're just kind of like you know, 
you take hits, but you don't hit back, and you don't take any bad hits. See, you just kind of protect yourself. You let them tire themselves out, and then you come back and you hit them. Here's our here's my problem. Here is that we're, I feel like we're comparing apples to oranges because like. Uh, the way a horse fights, the way a bit like a the way a horse fights is so much different than way. I can't. I have. I can't kill. I can't see myself beating a bear in a fight. Or, well, um, no. But I'm saying like. So do you think that like Muhammad Ali could beat a kangaroo in a fight? Oh yeah, I think so. Because I, so, I feel like they fight similar. Yeah. So the whole thing, yeah, because you know kangaroos box or whatever they kickbox, right? Essentially. But the whole thing is though, kangaroos aren't very smart. Muhammad Ali is going to come up to this kangaroo. Fucking bob and then uppercut it and kill it in one punch, right? Well, he, we're not talking about killing it. He just wants to beat it. He needs to get it out in the ring. Whatever, fine. KO. It's ten seconds on the mat. Whatever, whatever, Matt. The point still stands. I think. I think See, that's the real I think, issue. I think the animals don't know the rules of boxing. You're, you're you're underestimating Matt human's capacity for tactics in a fight, right? Like eagles, they just they have they have like two modes. It's like fly around in circles above them and then dive. That's yeah. all, like, they don't do anything else, and occasionally drop turtles from the sky, I suppose. But they don't, like, they don't have, like, great tactical ability. Whereas, Muhammad Ali, greatest boxer of all time or whatever, he's going to be like, oh, I got this great idea for this kangaroo. I know, he's got, I know he's got really strong leg strength, so I'm going to really focus on dodging his kicks. I'm going to let him punch me once, and I'm going to counterpunch him. Right? It's like, you know, he's, he's a smarter fighter boy. Uh, I mean, I do, I do definitely think that humans have a capacity of like intelligence for strategy that animals, animals do not have not. at all or well no that's not to say that it's true like like wolves uh, understand pack like movement and okay, like whatever. pushing people around uh, yeah. like dogs when they go hunting after stuff, i think like, i think shit, i can i think i can beat around. a i think i can beat a wolf i think wolf is about 50 50 against me that's where i put I, about 50 50 is what i'm putting because you gotta remember a wolves are not experienced at hunting people Right, they don't have a lot of experience killing people, right? So they don't quite understand our vitals and whatnot. They're just gonna bite randomly, essentially, at us. I feel like you died a wolf. I think I can beat a wolf. I'm gonna grab a rock, and as when he lunges me, I'm gonna fucking clunk him in the head with the rock. They're like, I know it's not it's not audible, but I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> Shut up. I can I can. I'm not saying I'm coming out of this scot free. I may die afterwards. I may bleed to death after I kill the wolf, but I think I'm killing oh, okay. the wolf first. So that's what you mean by going 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. You're saying that we both die. I think, I think I think I'm at the very least taking the wolf out with me. I think I think the wolf is dead first, so I win. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works, but okay. Yeah, that works. Then I, get, I, I will concede your, your confidence in your ability to kill animals and rocks <laughs> is, is significantly more powerful than any other, so, any other ability in animal life. So you gotta, you gotta remember, too. You gotta remember, so obviously, there's a medical team on standby to help the winner out afterwards. Right? So... <laughs> so, wait. Is there a medical team for both species? So there's, yeah, there's you a wolf there, doctor, and then there's, there's a wolf, wolf doctor. doctor. There's some vets on standby if, I, if, it, if the wolf wins. Half wolf, half doctor. All cop. Okay. Well... <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can agree to disagree, Jake. I, I think wolf is where I go 50 I think, I think I... What do you think is, is harder? Wolf or a bobcat? Wolf. Okay, you think so? Yeah. I probably agree. So can you say that I think I could... You, do you think I could beat a bobcat in a fight? Yeah, I'd say that. I'm gonna fucking kick him. I was like, <laughs> whenever he lunges, boom, kick. All right, fine. You can beat a bobcat in a fight. I'll let you take that 50-50. Okay. But I think this is a very productive day, Jake. Yeah. I think we, we've gotten a lot, of, a lot of things out of the way. We hit some high notes. We hit some other high notes. We hit an eagle in the face of the rock. No, eagle I'm using a stick for because I need the range. Okay, we hit a wolf in the face of the rock. Right, yeah, and that one. And then kicked a puma or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what, what animal do you think you could beat in a fight? Where are you putting your 50-50 mark where you think you win 50% of the time? 50% of the time, I think I could fight uh, a fish. Matt, come on. I don't know, dude. I think I can kill an alligator, like, almost all the time. You're a psychopath. Steve Irwin wrestles them no problem. I have to kill Steve it. Steve Irwin doesn't wrestle them at all. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, no, but the whole thing is, like, an alligator, like, you know, uh, and, like, if he's in the water, I'll lure him out with, like, a piece of meat. Jake, don't you, don't you make joke about <laughs> Steve Irwin's, a uh, Steve Irwin killed my dad. <laughs> Matt, you think you can beat a stingray in a fight? <laughs>
<laughs> I can kill a stingray, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was, that was you an know, easy rock kill. He died because he didn't want to fight the stingray, Jake, because unlike you, he understands the value of our ecosystem. <laughs> And that we don't have to engage all things with whether or not we can beat it up. Matt, what's the animal you can beat 50% of the time in a fight? Uh, we're, well, we're not ending this podcast until you tell me. All right, fine. I'm going to take a deer. You know, deers are actually pretty tough. Yeah. But I think you have, I think you have like at least 70% chance of I would beating say, a deer. I would say I'd, I'd say I'd give myself a 50-50 on... Maybe a buck, because it's got the antlers. On the, on the buck. Because the buck, like a normal deer might be a little less difficult to fight but the bach has the antlers so it would end up in kind of like a weird wrestle thing where i'd have to grab it and then choke slam it into the ground okay that would be the only way i can imagine that fight going is it would attack me as it would attack another bach and then i would have to i would have to go no you fool i have hands no matt so here's the thing though you're forgetting you got to use the fact that you have thumbs to use tools you hit the deer with a rock no i just grab i grab the deer by the antlers grab the life by the horns Nah, I don't know. That's gonna, you're going to, like, impale your hand in one of those things. Like, they're, it's going to move faster than you think, Matt. I don't think you can react by grabbing the antler. I wouldn't try You to. think you're fast enough to fucking hit an eagle. With a stick. With a stick. Not, I'm not going to try to catch the eagle. Fucking, so I hold up a stick and block the fucking Yeah, the, Yeah, exactly. Blocking. Use a tool. Use a tool. Yeah, like, get the stick stuck in his antlers, right? Like yeah, a bicycle and then, tire. And then, and then I just... And then, like, yeah, then you... Right, you put it in a headlock. Just complete... I feel like it's, it's a thing where I get it caught and then I just use the the... The leverage to just completely flip the deer down. Yeah, something like that. that could work. That could work. Maybe. And good then point. I feel like once the deer is on the ground, it's significantly less dangerous. But all right, there you go. Deers <laughs> kick really hard. You gotta be careful. So yeah. Too. Okay. So I'll make sure I go for the I go for the top half of the deer. Mm-hmm. But all right, there you go. I could take a deer in a fight. You feel like okay. you could take a wolf or, I, yeah. a, or a bobcat. But all right. <laughs> so, so it was a very good day. Yes. Thank you. That's that's it. That we're gonna end that there. I think people yeah. are gonna show up again soon, and let's just end it now before they do. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. Don't fucking do like a a, a, a hand salute thing. Yeah, yeah, signing off. Don't don't <laughs> do do a little like Star Trek like push my ear, push my chest, whatever. What is that? Do. I don't know. Is that a star? I, I never watched Star Trek. Signing before. off. Uh, no, 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 wrong button. Don't no, no. This button, the pause button, Matt. <laughs>